Hello, you are listening to Avilionov Podcast, Episode 10, Microsoft Patch Tuesday for June 2020, The Bleeding Ghost of SMB. This time Microsoft addressed 129 vulnerabilities, 11 critical and 118 important. In fact, in the file that I exported from the Microsoft website, I saw two more CVEs related to Microsoft Dynamics 365 on-premises, but there is no information on them on the Microsoft website in the Mitri CVE database and NVD. Does this mean that these CVE IDs were mentioned unintentionally and related to some critical issues? I don't think so, but this is strange. This time there were no vulnerabilities with detected exploitation. So let's start with the group exploitation more likely, according to Microsoft. I think the SMB vulnerabilities should be addressed first. Remote code execution in SMB version 1 protocol is called SMB lost. The attacker should send a specially crafted packet to the target SMB version 1 server, but unlike the famous Eternal Blue, the attacker has to be authenticated and there should be a shared partition on the server, for example COD, so it should be much less harmful. Anyway, if SMB version 1 is not a mission critical component of your infrastructure, disable it. Denial of service in SMB version 3, client or server. An authenticated attacker have to send a specially crafted packet to a vulnerable SMB server or host a maliciously configured SMB version 3 server and convince the client to connect to it. The vulnerability exists in Windows 10 version 2004 or Windows Server version 2004 server core installation. The most interesting SMB vulnerability is information disclosure in SMB version 3, client or server. It is called SMBleed. And what makes it interesting is that the company that discovered this vulnerability, ZECOPS, released a proof of concept that combines SMBleed exploitation with exploitation of much SMB ghost vulnerability to gain unauthenticated remote code execution. And it seems much more reliable than the code that was published earlier. For example, proof of concept by Chompy Lead. This means that we one step closer to real attacks that will exploit this vulnerability. Of course you can say that SMB Lead, SMB Ghost and this new DOS vulnerability affect only different versions of Windows 10 or Windows Server Core installations 1903, 1909, 2004. These Windows Server versions are pretty rare for corporate environments and vulnerable desktops are not such a big problem. Well, yes, but can you guarantee that you do not have virtual machines with Windows 10 that are used as servers? You can only guarantee this with a good IT inventory process. What about other exploitation more likely vulnerabilities? Well, of course, it's worth mentioning remote code executions in Microsoft browsers, Internet Explorer 11 and Microsoft Edge. Also, a lot of remote code executions in VBScript. So keep your web browser up to date and try not to click on suspicious links. Among the products with the biggest number of vulnerabilities, we can once again highlight Microsoft SharePoint and especially remote code execution. Quote, an authenticated attacker can execute code at the application's pool process. Other vulnerabilities are the elevation of privilege and information disclosure in Windows kernel and Windows runtime. Among other vulnerabilities, the most important are the various remote code executions. Two RCEs in Microsoft Excel. This might be interesting for phishing. Yet another remote code execution in LNK file processing. This is the third this year. 
Remote code execution in Windows cap file processing. Quote from ZDI. The attackers could also spoof a network printer and dupe a user into installing the specially crafted cap file, disguised as printer driver. Users are often conditioned into trusting printer drivers when offered one, so it would not be surprising to see this get exploited. Vulnerability management vendors also pay attention to remote code execution in Chakra scripting engine, GDI+, Jet database engine, Windows OLE, and Windows Shell. What else besides remote code executions? Nice denial of service in Windows registry, but, quote, an attacker would need access to the system in order to launch a crafted application to exploit this flaw. A lot of elevation of privilege, but vulnerability management vendors highlight only vulnerabilities in OpenSSH for Windows and Windows GDI. Security feature bypass in Microsoft Outlook. It may, quote, allow attackers to automatically load remote images, even from within the preview pane, and may be used with GDI plus remote code execution. Among information disclosure vulnerabilities, ZDI highlights vulnerabilities in Microsoft Edge and in Windows Diagnostics and Feedback. In conclusion, it is a rather interesting month, but the focus is still mainly on SMB remote code execution vulnerabilities and the possible use of these vulnerabilities in malware attacks. That's all for today. Thank you very much for your time. Please subscribe and leave your comments. The full text with all links is available on avilionov.com. You can see the video version of this episode on my YouTube channel.